0: You're listening to The Manfulness Podcast, episode number 11. Hello and welcome back to The Manfulness Podcast. My name is Hamish Kramer. Thank you so much for tuning in again to another episode. Uh, thank you also to my international listeners out there. Um, I got a really beautiful message Um today from uh, a few of you letting me know that you're listening and that you're enjoying the podcast and you're finding it very useful. So thank you. Um, It really helps me because um, like I've said, it's often hard to know (laughs) whether anybody out there is really listening to what what you're kind of putting out there. But um, it's been really nice to know that um, it's been making a difference. And I've been really excited to really see a lot of men now opening up and sharing their emotions and sharing their struggles um, my wife put up a really great quote that she shared with her sisterhood group and it was, um, perfection erodes connection, you know, and I guess that really, um, speaks to us always trying to show that everything is all right and that we're perfect and that we're good. And it actually erodes the very connection that we're looking for. So when we're vulnerable, when we speak about how we feel, when we show others, how we're really feeling and what it's really like, we actually uh, bring forth more connection. And as human beings, that's really what we want. We want connection. We're social beings, you know. Even though sometimes we try to pretend like we don't and that we want to do it on our own, um, we, we, we strive for connection and for human touch. So, um yeah, it's it's really good to re, to really see guys wanting to open up, wanting to share their stories on Instagram, showing themselves on Facebook, sharing themselves with their wives more and their and their loved ones. Um, I think this is all steps uh, in the right direction. Really, really positive. So I'm really excited about that. So this really leads nicely into what I want to talk about today, which has been you know masculinity and how it's evolved and how it's been changing, and. I guess the, th- the thing that I'm seeing, though, is that as masculinity and the idea of it changes and evolves, that a lot of guys are feeling really kind of disenfranchised or lost with what it means to be a man. Um, and while I think that's a topic that's changing, and maybe we haven't got there to what it is now to be a man in today's world, what I think is happening that is not good is that we're trying to throw everything that's about masculinity out the window, and, and what I mean by that is that, you know, there's some good things to being a man. Um, there's some good personality traits that men bring to the table. And I think what's been happening is we've been throwing the baby out with the bathwater. So we're just kind of labeling this thing as toxic masculinity. You know, that's kind of been the buzzword. And I think for the most part, um, men really do understand that, you know, that a lot of the behavior that's been going around especially towards women has not been right you know we've been controlling and abusive you know domestic abuse is up um violence in the household is up um the way men have treated women has been horrible um we've used and abused them and i and i definitely uh acknowledge that this has just been something that's been rife um through many decades and um now we're seeing this, this uprise in women and they're taking back control of their power and we're looking at equal rights and equal opportunities in pay and in employment options. And So this is kind of how our societies have been evolving and I think it's a very positive thing. But you know, I, I, it's, it's, it's one thing to you know, look at some of the bad sides of us and look into where to improve and it's another thing to kind of label the whole of masculinity as bad and say, well, that's terrible. Um, so I, I want to really talk about some of the good things that there are about being a man and some of the good personality and attributes that we want to try and keep. And with my coaching sessions with men and with my chats with my, my mates as well, they're kind of really shying away all the good traits of, of being a man and now they don't even know who they are and how to be one. And so, some of the really good traits that being a man brings to the table, or that masculine energy, you know, are things like courage and strength and protection of your family um, and drive to be uh, successful and the drive to be, um, to succeed in whatever you want to do. Um, this willpower and this assertion, you know, these are kind of really beautiful masculine traits. But what's been happening, I think, is that. We've been taking those masculinity traits too far, and they're becoming controlling. We try to control other people, or we win at all costs, or you know, we you know we um will hurt someone else in order to get what we want. Um, so I think these are the toxic side of masculinity that we're really talking about. But there's some really positive sides, and you know, I, I think of a good example like when me and Erica first met. I think I was probably experienced some of this. I I saw this kind of abusiveness of the masculine towards women and thought oh well you know I don't want to be that overpowering controlling guy and so I really became quite a submissive quiet introverted guy thinking partly that that's what women wanted and you know that led me to get involved in a whole bunch of relationships which weren't right for me because what happened was I wasn't you know fostering the ability to stand up and have courage and strength and protection and all those kind of wonderful things that I that I that I am but I was shying those away in my relationships and so it's quite funny because then when me and Erica started dating and going out she's the one that came through with all these kind of masculine energies or masculine traits of you know assertiveness and willpower and drive and sort of all that really cool stuff and maybe I was attracted to that part of her because I wasn't showing that up in my life I wasn't being that person and again like I said because I thought those more aggressive or alpha-type personalities uh, of masculinity wasn't good or wasn't accepted um, and, it w- and it was something that should be avoided, you know, because I'd seen guys that had, had abused women and, 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 and being aggressive and had con- been confronted by a lot of them growing up and got into a lot of punch-ons and fights with this kind of overzealous, aggressive, alpha-male kind of bullshit. Um, and seeing a lot of that even in the footy field, you know, when I used to play competitive sports, and and just kind of seeing this kind of bullying and kind of um, alpha male attitude, which you know we we kind of look at as the source of a lot of this kind of control and domestic abuse that we're kind of faced with now. So, you know, I kind of took that and was like, well, I don't want to be any of those things. You know, I want to be submissive <laughs> as a man. And once me and Erica started going out, I I, I we I was really confronted by her because you know I've talked about this in other in other podcasts uh you know how to deal with a strong woman um because i really I lost that side of me I, I really started to become more of a feminine man if you could if you could call it that and um and you can kind of see how these traits of feminine or masculine traits can be in either male or female. It doesn't really matter it's not gender specific, but they do have a certain energy to them you know while the masculine traits can be quite aggressive and confronting um, and the feminine tend to be more softer and more subtle and I was definitely taking on more of the softer and subtle personality traits and so dealing with Erica you know and and, and from her background of having to be more masculine in her life you know it was quite confronting but what we noticed and what happened over time was I allowed her to soften and for her to step into her, her feminine body and she allowed me to become more masculine and to become more strong and assertive, which is really what I needed to be honest and I see it a lot in couples today where the woman is really really strong and the man is almost like the diplomatic uh you know the person in the background trying to keep all people happy and and all that kind of stuff and often they get kind of walked over and you know i I, I would definitely see that in my life by taking that Stance, I was getting walked over in, in, in business, in business partnerships, in career. And I wasn't taking the steps that I wanted to take. And so by being with Erica, she really showed me how to bring back that masculinity and how to be strong and how to, be, and how to drive and, and assert myself when it needed to be assertive. But knowing also when those personality traits became too much and became controlling and became um, overpowering. And that's when my feminine side would kind of kick back in and I learned how to soften. So I guess what we're trying to find is this, this nice balance between masculine and feminine traits. And knowing, especially for the guys out there, if you feel like you're an alpha male and you're pushing it past, knowing when to back off and knowing how to calm yourself down and relinquish control and, and, and to pull back on your assertiveness. And if you're a guy that struggles with that, then practicing being more assertive and showing your strength and being and, and and being more driven in the areas that you need to be more d- driven and not being submissive, and it, it made me think of a book that I read many years ago when I was a, a a younger a younger man a younger man than today, and it was called the the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. I think it was Stephen uh, Covey or Corvey, and it was a and I think the. It's a book that went on different stuff. It's about how how to be successful and these kind of seven habits or seven traits, right? But one of the things that I think stood out for me was this idea of the different roles that we play. And so one of the exercises in the book was to write down all the different roles that you play as a person. So you would write business owner, you would write husband, you would write father, you would write son, you would write son in law, you would write friend. You would find write confident, you would write um, basketball coach, you would write mentor you would all these things you would write down all these roles and then you had to kind of write down what were the attributes or what's the most important um, personality traits that you required for those roles and then you had to write down what were the goals that you wanted to achieve in all of them and i and I really kind of see. The lack of this happening in a lot of men's lives, and it, and it did in, in mine, because we kind of think that we are only uh, linked to one particular role. And like I've talked about in other podcasts, you know, many men think that well, I'm I'm the provider, you know, I I'm the worker, and so my only role is to provide. Um, but we have these other roles, and when I read this book, it really kind of showed me, hey, hang on a minute, I need to be setting goals and i need to be working on areas in my life that relate to the different roles that i am for different people and the the essence of all of this is that we often come back to that all these different roles make up who we are as a person you know and so it it then it, it then also stops us from taking one particular role and then sort of painting the paintbrush along all roles. So like, for example, you know, if you're the provider in your family and that's one role that you uh, are, so what's being a provider? Being a provider means going out there and asserting yourself and being driven and working really hard. And, you know, sometimes that means like not being emotional or being in control of your emotions and going out there and getting the job done and etc. Cetera, et cetera, So those are great personality traits that work really well in the arena of working really hard and, and providing for your family. Awesome. Now, that provider guy is not the guy you want when you're coming at home and being really intimate with your wife. You're not wanting to be assertive and controlling and um, unemotional, um, etc. That's not the guy that you want that wants to come home to your kids to be controlling and assertive and unemotional. That's, that's not the person. The person that needs to come home at the end of the day is someone that's soft and open and vulnerable and that can share and that can be looked after and nurtured or allows that nurturing and also looks after and nurtures other people. That's the role or the type of person that needs to show up for that particular area of your life. And so there might be different personality traits that need to come up. And I had this uh, very example with a client of mine where he really identifies with him being that business owner or being that high executive in his job. And he's very good with, he's very intelligent, he's very knowledgeable, and he's very good with numbers and business strategies and all that type of stuff. And his wife has a business. So when he comes home after working um, at his job, he then comes home and sits with his wife and they talk about the strategies and the uh, numbers, and all that type of stuff that's related to her business. Now, he doesn't switch off. So he doesn't know when he needs to be the business person with her and when he needs to be the lover. So you can imagine this drives a massive wedge in their intimate relationship. So they're not having sex, they're not um, affectionate to each other, they're not loving towards each other. Well, he's not anyway. She's craving this. But he's not being that way with her because... He's not having the ability to know how to switch out. You know, it's almost like we have these alter egos or these different types of personalities. And, you know, we don't want to be Clark Kent the whole time. Sometimes we've got to be Superman. Sometimes we've got to be Clark Kent. Sometimes we've got to be other variations of ourselves. And so so when he keeps practicing being this dominant masculine business owner, he's also being that with his wife. And it's not cool and it's not sexy. And also he's disconnecting from his children because he's also being that. And what starts to happen is we become so identified with these roles that we're so dominantly putting ourselves in, we start to forget the other people that we need to be or the other attributes or the other um, personality traits that we need to have. And so, so so many men have that kind of alpha mentality and very rarely do they exercise their ability to soften and to be, and to, and to, to be more feminine in nature in terms of soft and subtle and intimate and open. They just close off. And again, that might be a great trait that's needed for the workplace or needed for the organization or needed for the work that you need to get done. I get that. But you need to be able to switch and to change the person that you're being so that when you come home that you're a different person. And that you exercise some of these more subtle um, personality traits. And it makes a huge difference. It makes a huge difference in the, per- in the person. It makes a huge difference in the relationships that we lead. It makes a massive difference in the quality of our lives. And what starts to happen is we then start to reevaluate what it means to be a man again. Because I think for the longest time it was that way. And like I said, I looked at my dad and, that, and of that generation and... It was all about just working hard. It was all about just being that provider. But now we live in a, in a society now where women are providing just as much as men are. You know, They're bringing in just as much money, if not more. They've, they've, there's just as much opportunity for them. They're, they're running businesses. They're on councils. They're on boards. So women are doing just as much work here. So us as men can't be sitting down and going, well, I'm just a provider and that's all I do and that's my role in life. That's bullshit now. You know, women have taken up that mantle where they're taking on these more masculine traits and they're being assertive and courageous and building businesses and building companies and changing the world. And, you know, men have gone, oh, well, where does that leave us? And so it leaves us an opportunity to step into some of these more subtle and feminine um, attributes or ways of being. And the key is to know how to jump in and out of these. So know what type of person needs to be showing up for the right situations. That can make a world of a difference, you know, because you don't want two masculine energies coming together um, at home. We need some softness there from both ends. You know, women can't also just be in her masculine the whole time if she's out there conquering the world. She's also got to know how to come back, you know, and be that softer person again. And, you know, to the women out there as well, if if you are over masculine as well, and 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 you're you're the more assertive type, or you're the you're the more, more courageous type, or protective type, practice being a little bit more feminine. Allow your husband to take you out for dinner and make those choices for dinner, and to be nurtured and to be looked after. Trust me, he wants to do those things. I think just deep down inside. We're unsure of ourselves, we're unsure whether that's the right thing to do, to be a bit more assertive and to be a bit more controlling with our lives because of how it's been looked in the media and how it's been portrayed, the ugly side of things. But we still want to encourage that, you know, the the nice side of those things about being looked after and taken care of. I really do feel like all women do deep down inside want a piece of that. So we got to encourage our men and we got to encourage our women, each side of it, to know how, what the boundaries are around these um, personality traits are and what, what's acceptable and what's not. And then through that, we're going to learn how to communicate and work together more effectively. And I think that's what's going to bring up the rise of a new masculinity and a new, femi- a new femininity, you know, a, a, a more balanced energies in both ends, not just the masculine. All right, guys, I hope that was uh, helpful for you. Um, I hope you learned a lot from that. Um, Thank you again for listening um, and checking out the podcast. Um, Share with me, connect with me. You can find me on Instagram at Manfulness Men. Also, if you can, if this podcast has sparked something in you, if it's got a conversation going, if it's made you think, um please jump onto iTunes and, and give me a rating. It just means more and more men can hear this um, and connect with this. Um, that's the biggest issue right now. Um, women are so good at uh, coming together and talking about how they feel and creating communities, and men, we're just not doing it. And I know that we often feel um, like there is no one out there or men don't want to listen or there's no groups, but I'm trying to tell you that there is. And maybe through this common podcast or, or these, these common conversations, um, we can start to create our own brotherhood maybe one day. and maybe our own retreats where we can start coming together as men and talking about some of the issues that affect us the most. So please, if you feel called to give me a rating, share this podcast with those that you love, um, and hopefully we can rise up the masculine as well as the feminine. Have a great week, guys, and thank you again.